What's up, gamers? Hold on to your headsets for a new episode of This Week in Esports, the one and only podcast made by esports fans for esports fans. For this week's episode, we are talking about the CDL's first major tournament, roster changes in both Valorant and Halo, as well as all of the drama in between. Tune in and don't miss out on what's happening this week in esports. What is up, Palmer? How we doing, Kayana? Welcome to episode five of this week in esports. Can big five, it? baby! The big five. You can count it all on one hand. This is the last time you can do that. Super excited for getting there. Very special. <laughs> so let's get in straight into the CDL. I'm really let's excited to talk about Call of Duty, especially because everything that we complained about in last episode got fixed for this episode. It's so true. Uh, I was going to clip us talking about ranked play from last week's episode, and uh, that take lasted about 12 hours until... Yeah. Not even. No, it lasted about five hours until ranked play came out, and it was actually good. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll take it. Mm -hmm. So first things first, uh, big news coming out of Activision and Microsoft. They have mm -hmm. announced that there is going to be no new COD in 2023 this is feel? i mean this is big i guess this microsoft had told us that this might be the case when they took over um they said that they were going to look towards maybe a two to three year game cycle instead of the one year so this is progress i think this is really good yeah the only reason why i'm a little skeptical is because it's based off of the game that was already decided before microsoft came in when I heard this news, I was kind of hoping that it would be a brand new game that was built looking toward a two to three year game cycle where, yeah. you know, we have Modern Warfare 2. We're basing it off of the 2019 Modern Warfare. This was already in plans even before Vanguard came out. So I guess I'm happy to hear that they're going to a longer game cycle. I'm just a little... Um, I don't want to say pessimistic, but just a little fearful of is this the right game to start it out on? Yeah, I'm, I think that means that they're confident. I think there's a lot mm -hmm. of things. I think that first, I think Microsoft is confident that this game can last until 2022. That means Infinity Ward is confident that this game lasts all of from 2022 to 2023. And that there's going to be updates. I mean, out of Treyarch and infinity ward i will say infinity ward which i think is the next one up right um next game or is that sledgehammer no wasn't the uh vanguard's trailer no. so that's not it yeah that's a great question i have forgotten the cycle all right well, well we let's went, we just went, say i think infinity ward yeah it's gotta be infinity i ward. think it's infinity ward so i think infinity ward is gonna do great things i mean they make great games I mm -hmm. think so. So as long as Sledgehammer's out, if we can get Sledgehammer to fuck off, because they're the reason why Call of Duty got fucked in the first place, I think. Yeah. Like, like I'm just, I'm sick of it. I mean, they've made they've made some decent games for sure. Um, but I've, I said it last week, I think, mm -hmm. but just the fact that like bringing in that third uh, game developer into the rotation... I think really threw things off. 
um the the treyarch and infinity ward back to back and forth in like the modern warfare and um and the black ops days like that was at least kind of working they each had their own shtick and then you put the third developer in there and i think it just kind of went kitty wampus so i don't think it's anything against sledgehammer i think they're good developers i yeah. just it kind of the um you know the youngest child syndrome of of that yeah i think I think what happened when the third developer came in is that they started to slack, you know? They only had yeah. one year, and they had to compete against uh, Treyarch or Infinity Ward every year, back to back to back. Now they had a Sledgehammer come in, they're like, oh, we got two years. Let's, like, yeah. chill the fuck out. And I think that's what kind of messed it up, is that they weren't zoned in enough to these games. And I, I don't know if another year on top of that is going to help. We'll see, though, because Infinity Ward is tweeting out already tweeting out talking about their new game so they're yeah. hype about it microsoft just said there's no new game after this game so we're stuck with it for mm -hmm. two years for the first time we're stuck with a call of duty for two years which has never happened yeah and then we got to see what's going on with sledgehammer because sledgehammer has been very quiet they have been i think the biggest thing for this new game and it's kind of i mean everybody's been saying it but okay we have a good rank system now that we're i think that we're merging these developers a little bit more um we just we need this rank system right away for this new game um oh i've been and... tweeting about it if i don't get rank day one <laughs> i'm gonna lose my shit i mean <laughs> we finally have a rank system that people seem to be happy with and yeah. obviously it's not perfect but if this comes out day one then you have a long time to tweak it uh, also, the fact that it's on a new engine is very interesting to me because a lot of the pros, the Warzone players, um, they like this engine that we're on currently. And so I think that that's going to be the biggest telltale sign of like, is this, can this last two years? Is what does the engine look like? Yeah. And also the fact that there's a new Warzone coming out. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a huge opportunity to do this right and really revamp Call of Duty, I think, sooner than most people thought uh, because we thought we were going to have to wait a little bit until this Microsoft kind of took over. So there's there's a lot of hope here, and I think that if they can get the engine right, they can drop everything they need to at launch. Um, it, it could really revamp the Call of Duty brand. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Microsoft does, and I, like just want a glimpse at what 2024 looks like with a microsoft call of duty yeah just have to see yeah but okay going into more of the competitive scene and talking about ranked the cdl skins came out no r.i.p texas optics yeah no more but now there's a thing going around where if you buy a royal raven skin you might get a florida mutineer skin instead Big difference too. Uh yeah, that's yeah, that's unfortunate. Completely different sides of the pond. Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's one thing for like the rocker and the ultra skins to be messed up. Battle of the North, both purple. Yeah. Um, I don't think our EU fans are quite happy to be put into the swamp of Florida. Yeah, I don't think so either. And on top of that, Breach isn't out yet. Boston Breach doesn't have their skin out yet. 
very interesting, yeah. in my opinion. I'm not 100% sure why that is because they've, I mean, they've leaked the pictures. Not even leaked. They released the pictures. It shows, like, what they're going to look like. So I'm not 100% sure why that hasn't been dropped yet. Um, but I don't know. Here's hoping that it comes soon. And uh, I know you'll be purchasing. Oh, I already did. I know you. We were on the call earlier today to talk about the script for today. And it's, <laughs> we immediately bought. You got your rocker skin. I got my optic yep. skin. I was a little a little on the fence buying an optic skin solely because it's like these teams buy in so much to be a team in the CDL. Yeah. C 25 mil to be exact. CDL sucks. <laughs> they can't do jack shit. Yeah. But they want to do the the camos and designs themselves. Like offboard that to the teams that would do a hundred times better of a job than any like art director at like working for the CDL right now. Like it's it's like Halo. It's like uh, Aaron Create who works for Optic. He does all of their um their clothing lines and things like that. He got to design the Halo skin for them. Yeah. That's the people that should be doing it. Um, yeah, and it's insane. Hex tweeted out that like yeah he was annoyed that first it was called Texas Optics one and second yeah that the the skin was ugly he hated it he did not like it, it, the skin that he got it, it ain't good that's for no. sure it was it was bad i, <laughs> I bought the rocker skin because i stay true to my boys yeah as you look can at see <laughs> um and first game i jumped into i was sitting there before the game and the guy next to me is in game chat frying what i thought was my skin i thought he was making fun of it so i got super defensive i was like hey man yeah it could have been better but fuck off Yada yada. Uh, turns out he was frying the uh, the Attack on Titan skin that was behind me, and so that was kind of a a funny laugh. I I got <laughs> Yo, I got very a, defensive that immediately. That Attack on Titan skin is scary as fuck, dude. It like, is scary as fuck, I, th but it's also kind of dope. It's it's dope, but it's scary. Like sometimes I'll be playing S and I am going hard mode. I'm sweating my ass off, and this motherfucker yeah. just busts through a wall. No, fuck no. I'm getting nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely, my teammate was rocking it today, and I turned around, and I was like, I almost just shot you so fast. Yeah, it's fucking scary, but I do feel like I'm on Attack on Titan now, shit. It's super cool that they involved that. I mean, mm -hmm. I will say, one thing that COD has done really well is microtransactions, and we know this, so. Yeah, I know, this is my first time actually buying a skin from- Really? Yeah, because the only thing is, is now that ranks out, and it's actually a good rank, rank yeah. system i bought it because i was like you know what i'm gonna rep the team the cdl needs mm -hmm. it if more people buy the cdl skins over the attack on titan skins which i doubt it it shows that there's more people who love the cdl and that the cdl needs to be looked at more because right now it's it's abysmal sometimes listen i think that not everybody's happy with what they look like however i still think people are gonna buy them yeah. No, I bought it. I, mean, I didn't like it. I, I mean, bought it. Even last year in Cold War, like, were the skins great? No. But the fact that I would be in a ranked game with a rocker uh, skin on and somebody was playing with an ultra skin and, like, we're going back and forth because of it, like, that's cool. That belongs in the COD community. So people are still going to buy them. Yeah. I think it's really cool. It's really neat. I mean, I think the optic skin looks great with the F8 on. <laughs> I think it's a, it, it looks great, man. I think just, it, it 
it, it works well with the optic skin. I know I'm chirping my boys, but Shotzi playing Ultra. Also, we predicted that they would lose against Ultra last week. We they did. did not. They won out both Ultra and Breach, but Shotzi did play a couple rounds with the F8 on. Or a couple he, games, he did. the first two games. Yeah, the first two full rounds. He played the S&D and the hardpoint with it on and then took it off. Ultra then put the F8 on for the third control, and they still lost. Yeah. So I think it's even. Well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Honest mistake... There was talk, I saw something on YouTube today, like on uh, Zuma's YouTube, talking about people were trying to blacklist Optic for it, which is just ridiculous. Oh, so bullshit. If it you... was an honest mistake. Yeah, and Ultra put it on intentionally, so you're going to blacklist yeah. Ultra now? And also, Ultra lost with it. I mean, if if it's, an, if it's a repeat thing, then we can talk about it, but mm -hmm. I think we need to realize that A... Call of Duty pros love to GA everything. Literally everything is GA'd in the CDL. Yeah. And that's just the way they do it. So then for somebody to accidentally have it on, especially a guy like Shotzi, uh, Skump came out and offended him. It was like, you know, between games, the dude was heartbroken. Like, he felt so bad that he did this. It happens. It was... Um, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it mattered for placement in the major, but at the same time, if you watch the kills that he got, they weren't really long range. They weren't anything that the F8 stabilizer yeah. was really helping with. So it's a mistake and we have to move on. We can't, it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal to be honest. No, it's not. And people who are saying that like they would have lost if Shasi didn't have the F8, you can go fuck yourself because there's no way. Like the the like you said, the shots he was making were like right in front of you, or yeah. behind your back, or around. Like he wasn't doing any long range shots, so there's no fucking way. And it was one dude. Shotzi Ch might have popped off, but it wasn't like the full team was wearing F8. It's like, and then they took it off while Ultra put it on and still won. Like there's it. People. If just I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, the hard point was on Bokaj. I think so. I think. I think everybody knows yeah. Bokaj is a shit show anyways. It doesn't matter what you're running. Either team could win. Yeah. We watched NYSL win a Bokaj hardpoint when they got outslayed by like 30 total kills. Something ridiculous. So, I understand why Toronto was frustrated. Yeah. And I have nothing against them putting it on for the control game. I think that that's a fair thing to do. Uh, but all this backlash after the fact... It was one match. It yeah. was an honest mistake. Everybody has come out and said their piece about it. And like I said, everything is GA'd anyways, basically. So, like, it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. I think it's just a matter of time that it was going to happen. People were mad that it shouldn't happen at all. But, like, it's Shotzi. Like, if you watch yeah. any of the vlogs or anything... Like, Shotzi's... He's not there half of the time. He's focused on other things than what's on the tip of his gun. You know? Like... Yeah. I think it's fine. So, yeah. I mean, if it was out of LAN, I understand it, but are we going to act like playing online? The F8 stabilizer, yeah, sure. Is it GA? Does it help with some gunfight? Sure. Mm -hmm. There's also the mutineers playing on maybe the shittiest, like, shittiest internet in the country. 
So let's not act like the F8 stabilizer is the only thing that is changing matches online. Yeah. So, you know, we can't be that nitpicky when there's a bigger issue like playing on ping. Yeah, I don't trust online play that much. It, it, no. Until you're on LAN, I don't... Nothing is set in stone for me until I see it on LAN. That's 100%. For sure. Yeah. Couldn't and a lot more. of pros say the same thing. They're just like, I'll see you on LAN, I'll see you on LAN. Like, that's been the entirety of Call of Duty and the pro scene is I will see you on land. This internet shit ain't fucking shit. And I was like, all right. So we'll see. I mean, I think NYSL is the perfect example. Oh, they yeah. They have played horribly online. And yet I will still give them a, the benefit of a doubt on a land match because it's Clay and Krim. Like, it's a different game. It's very different. I'm excited to see what NYSL does with their new pickup Neptune, right? Or no, they dropped Neptune. They dropped Neptune, picked up royalty. Royalty, that's who I'm thinking of. It's insane. And it, oh, speaking of roster changes too, Paris Legion is thinking about dropping two players and picking up two more. I forget their names. I gotta look it up. But it's like huge. On I haven't the seen this. Do you know where you saw it? It's on Juked. Let me see if I can pull mm. it up here. If you could, that would be amazing because, I mean, it needs to happen. They need mm -hmm. to make a roster change. Uh, and there's some good players out there. So I'd be interested to see who they drop. I would assume Temp is safe. And I also would assume they would keep John only because I think John is their IGL. Yeah. So pursuing which... Gravity and Jimbo. Okay. Does it say who they were thinking about dropping? Yeah. Wait. CDL Intel is never wrong. Leak News, Paris roster, John, Jimbo, Gravity, Temp. Yeah, so they would drop Decimate and Fellow, or Desi, excuse me. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, Jimbo, I've heard good things about. Same yeah. thing with Gravity. I don't. I think they're both Challenger, Challengers players. Yeah, um, I don't know anything really about them. I would have to look into it more. Very interesting uh, to me. I think that there are some, some good players, too, that are riding the bench somewhere, but yeah. I guess we'll see. It's interesting. I get I get why they're keeping John, but it's just interesting to me cuz Desi and Fellow had higher KDs than John. Yeah, I agree. Um they must just think that John with the right team around him can lead them, which mm. is true. I mean, he's been the leader on many teams. Yeah. So they must just think that he's the one, you know, if you give him young guys, maybe he can make something happen. Yeah. I wonder it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I wonder what's going to go have when they're gonna announce that officially and if it's gonna be during the major like are they gonna play at the mm. major or are they gonna wait after the i major? doubt it i doubt it yeah but well, that's I, I don't know yeah let's talk about the major yeah speaking of the major we're gonna do a pick em, everyone together sorry for people uh listening to this on spotify uh if you want youtube.com slash uh this week in esports and you can watch us uh do this little pick em. we'll try to vocalize it as palmer's muted Oh, we Has this been the audio. whole time, or did it just switch? I think it just switched. Thanks. When we La switched. Lapo? Thank you, LaPointster. LaPointster. There you go. Thank you so much. I almost called him liposuction. Whoa, liposuction <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Let's go. Appreciate right. you. So, yeah. So, Palmer's just saying that uh, Atlanta phase will definitely win out against Boston Breach. We're, gi we're giving Breach two? I, I, I think we, we give him one. I okay. want to give them two, but I would give them one. I hope that I am wrong, though. I hope that I'm completely wrong and Boston Breach wins because I'd love to see another Optic versus Breach. 
I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. And then now Optic and Breach, as I just said, I think Optic wins here. I think Seattle or Optic Surge. And Surge. Yeah, or Surge, yeah. Yep. I think Optic wins here. Surge came in hot in the kickoff and now they've kind mm-hmm. of fallen off a little bit. I they have and I think they're still a good team, but we've watched Optic steamroll. Yeah. Every, they're on a roll. Yeah, I mean in the past week, two three O's. Uh and I not that I expected it over Breach, but it makes more sense. Whereas Toronto Ultra is a great squad, so yeah, I definitely think Optic wins. I don't know that they three zero them, but I think they win. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's a three zero, three one? Oh gosh, we're back on land. I'm gonna give it a three two. I'm gonna say Surge steals two. Okay, all right, interesting. I like I like this uh, Atlanta phase versus Optic right here, but we'll get back to that in a second. Yep. Royal Ravens versus LAG. I'm picking the Ravens. I think this is a 3-0, in yeah. all honesty. Yeah, immediate. Like, I, LAG's got a lot to work on, and I, it's just, I there's I have nothing to say about them. They just need to work. Yeah. There's nothing, there is nothing to say, I should say. No, no. Yeah. I mean, they're a, de- they're a decent squad, but the Ravens have been so, so crispy lately. So, yeah, I think 3-0 on that. Mm-hmm. And then Thieves Ultra. This one's hard because Thieves beat Ultra. This and, is a tough one. Yeah. Ultra's a great team. I thought Ultra was going to be like the dominant squad this year. Mm-hmm. But they've kind I, of been on a losing uh, streak. I think after last week, that's a tough 3-0 to take. Mm-hmm. Um, Optic. You know, it's hard because both these teams are really good on LAN and they've proven that to us. But I I got trust in my boys over at the Thieves. I think they're going to close this one out now. I think it's gonna this be close one, though. Yeah, I I gotta say three two only because I I don't see it going any other way. Yeah, I think thieves are gonna win out. They're gonna squeak by. I think. Mm-hmm. I think this game is gonna be really challenging. And honestly, these teams are so good. Anyone can beat anyone, and this 100%. can flip either way. I think the thieves are just like Draz is gonna do some crazy shit and get like that one extra kill that wins them the game. Yeah, yeah. And it all depends. I mean, I think that. It de- it depends on map. I think if we're playing a Bocage S and D, Ultra wins it. If we're playing a Desert Siege, I think Thieves win it because you got Octane with the snipe. Like two different play styles. So that I think it'll come down to just which map we're playing. Yeah. All right. Let's go down to the elimination round. Oh no! I gotta see my boys. Oh. <laughs> don't don't watch. It hurts. <laughs> so it we hurts. Got, so we pick Breach to lose. So Breach versus Mutineers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Breach take this. I yeah, think the Mutineers think so are good, and they did the have a good land right showing. But yeah, we are not disagreeing, which is quite. I thought we were gonna disagree more. I wanted content. God damn it. Mm. <laughs> well, I think once we get to the later rounds, we will. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, see. Yeah. I don't know. I think Mutineers might win one, but I honestly could see Breach three owing them. Yeah, I-, I say the Mutineers are a good team, though. They are. They definitely are. I think they squeak by with at least one. Okay. They're not we'll winning. But Bre- they did beat they did beat the Surge like a week ago, so Yeah. And yeah, I think Surge is three owing Paris. I agree. Yeah. Uh I don't <laughs> think Paris has an inkling of a chance. No. No disrespect, but Yeah, there's no way. So now down to LAG and Rocker. Oh, you're lucky for oh. this one. We picked LAG to lose. I am lucky for this one. 
I think you. There's got. I don't know. You guys have I mean, been if kind I'm, of. If I'm not mistaken, wavering a bit. Did we? Did we beat LAG three two? I think in a very close game five. If you were uh, close with LAG, I'm concerned. Well, we were. I mean, yeah. I, in the in the qualifying rounds, we played them close. I believe we did squeak out the win, though. Um, it's so hard to say. I don't know what moves Rocker is making. They have a issue in their hard point right now, but I'm still going to give it to Rocker just because it's I have team. faith. Well, and I also I have faith in Major Maniac when it comes down to S and D. Yeah. Shout out to Major Maniac. He just followed me on Twitter. I'm Love so you. jealous. <laughs> Mike, uh, where's my follow? I know. I know. And it's, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll DM for you. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I think I think it's a 3-2. I think it'll be a close game. I think it's going to be another close game, but Rocker squeaks yeah. out again. I, um, I agree with that. Which is really interesting I wanted to bring up about the Rocker. They uh, announced that with their major that they're hosting... Mm-hmm. The challengers are also hosting a LAN. Yes. With their academy team. The, like the academy yes. team is hosting a challengers LAN. Which yes. is fucking awesome. I think that should I, be a like all I think every team needs an academy team. So they can switch out players because roster mania is happening like fucking wildfire in between these yeah. teams. And because we see we've seen it before. Like back in the day during MLG, you had Optic and Optic Gaming and Optic Nation. Like, yeah, there's always I mean, this, you like, had, second team. FaZe had two teams for a while. It wasn't really even an academy team because they were playing in major tournaments. But yeah, I think if the CDL is going to do it right, I mean, it's just like minor league teams is basically, I mean, that's exactly what it is. So I think that they should start developing. I think the Challengers League just needs to up their game a little bit so that the owners feel more confident putting some money into it. Yeah, makes sense. But I will say... Yes, I'm a Rocker fan because I'm from Minnesota. But even if I wasn't, I have a strong feeling I would still be a Minnesota Rocker fan simply because when it comes to the CDL structure, Minnesota is doing things so well right now. Oh, yeah. Like they Just they really terms- they're put they're hosting good like we they hosted the first ever land tournament for the CDL. Yeah. It was a hit. Even this one they didn't have a venue, but they figured it out. They found one. It's going to be at Mystic Lake. I wish I could be there, but I know my we were planning on me. going. What happened to that? Um, you know, apparently I'm needed at work. I don't. I'm not sure why, but I am. Um, and but they. I mean, they have they have an EU all Spanish academy team, and now they're having a, the first Challengers Land tournament. Like Minnesota is doing things so well right now. They and could I'm, run I the CDL, to see it. and it would be they, 10 times better. They're adopting it so well. I mean, you have Optic, yes. Like, they're doing they're doing well, but... They're doing the Lord's do- work over there. Well, but they were doing that far before the CDL. I oh. really feel like Rocker and I, I would argue Toronto as well, like, coming into the CDL, are adopting this in the way it should be. Oh, yeah. 100% they are. And I'm excited. I mean, I chalk it up to um, Miss Optic Midnight. She's now yes. Rocker Midnight. 100%. But, uh, yeah. Loved Midnight since I was a kid. She was the first girl on Optic and sort of the only girl until uh, Jewel and now Carm- uh, Holly. Miss- 
Holly right. Barlow. Yeah. And it's just like, I like I looked up to her so much. I was like, oh my God, a girl can be an optic? Fuck yeah, I'm going. And yeah, that's how sure. it was. But I'm so proud of her being on Minnesota and like kind of just kind of running the shit there. She basically, 100%. She basically taught Vision 1 how to be in the CDL and it's yep. working perfectly for them. It is. It is. Yeah. Now, All right, back back to the pickums. Yeah. So Toronto Ultra and Subliners. Oh, is it a tough one? This but, is really like, hard. Th- the Subliners. They now have a new player. Mm-hmm. But it's Lan in Crim and Clayster. But yeah. they they've been down bad. Like, they have been down bad. I still don't fully understand the roster change getting rid of Neptune. Mm-hmm. We do have to remember that they are have like one of their players is not in-house with them he's playing from canada if i'm not mistaken so online that plays a big factor but any other team i think i trust clay and crim not against the ultra though yeah i don't i don't think they're gonna do anything here i think it's a, a swift 3-1 i think they get i agree they i agree one, but nothing's gonna happen there all yep. right let's scroll back up Mm-hmm. All right, Atlanta Phase versus Optic. I say Optic wins. I think they're on a fucking <sighs> roll. I, I think they squeak by. I think it's a close game. I think it's a really fucking close game, but I think they squeak by. I, I want to agree. I really do. Here um, it is, content. Let's go. I disagree. I agree. It's going to be a three-two. I just think Phase is going to take it, but. You're controlling the mouse, so if you want to send Optic through, you do you. <laughs> I just think that, like, Atlanta Phase, amazing team. Yeah. But I think Optic is Optic with momentum. Like, they are they're a feeling different it. breed. And they're in their hometown. They're in yeah. their home stands. Do you, yeah. Like, you don't realize how hard it is to play against Optic with Optic fans screaming in your face constantly. 100%. I like, do I do agree it's their it's their home stadium so if it, I think it'll come down to a game 5 but I definitely think that they'll they'll squeeze it out. Yeah, I think I think this is this is the vibe. I think they honestly I think Optic never goes to the elimination round but we'll see. Mm, that is a hot take. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I think ooh, London London versus oh, LA. This is tough. Yeah. They're kind of like toe to toe with each other. Mm. I I'm gonna give it to the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. I mean, their new um, rookie that came out of the Challenger League. What's his name? Gizmo. 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 Well, they have Gizmo and Nasty, but Gizmo is the one that's really going off right now. Yeah, I think Gizmo is just gonna like bring that fire they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, Optic fans they love to see crazy plays, and with yep. Gizmo, they're gonna give him the hype that he wants. Yeah, and I, honestly, I think this is all just mental. Like, I, I both of these teams could win out. I 100%. think this is another close game. I think this is another game five. But Gizmo's been going off lately, and I don't know. Like Envoy and Draza can definitely do the same thing, and Kenny's like amazing too. And what's their fourth player? Uh Draza, Kenny, Octane, and Envoy. Octane, Octane. God, oh sorry, Octane. I did wow. not mean to forget you. I not Mr. Sam LaRue. No, okay. But I think there's there's got to be something where 
Gizmo just kind of wins out. I think Gizmo is carrying London Royal Ravens right now. Yeah. I mean, the only the only question is, can London perform on land? Because we didn't get to see them really perform well the first land tournament at the kickoff, but it was the kickoff. We've now seen them play really well online. So it's just a question of, will it translate to land? I think it will. I think they're coming in with a head of steam, mm -hmm. and I'm giving it to them. Yeah, and also, everything is... We don't know because... It is land, and the last land we saw was the kickoff, and the thieves yeah. kind of went out there on land. But that was the first one. We still don't know what's going to go on. This major is going to give us a lot. We're kind of shooting darts yeah. in the dark right now because we, we well, really don't know. And you do have Zero. I mean, Zero's a seasoned pro. Like He's yeah. played on plenty of stages, so I think he's going to coach this young team uh, to, to a victory against the thieves. Yeah. All righty. Go back down. So elimination round two, breach versus surge. Ooh. I think breach are winning. I just could not disagree more. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, really? I do you like? Yes, the surge did lose against the mutineers, but that's their only loss so far. And I think we need to remember how well Pred played at the first land. And you have the Iceman accuracy? I mean, I get it. I think Breach are a good squad, but if Pred does his thing again, I don't think Surge is being touched by the Breach, in all honesty. They only yeah, had right. one bad bringing game. Up, bringing up Pred in the kickoff, and like, Boston, Boston was really good at the kickoff too, I will say. Yeah, yeah. They lost to, what, Thieves? NYSL. NYSL. They lost to NYSL, which, now thinking about it, NYSL is kind of down bad a little bit. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you convinced me. I, I right. think I, I'm just biased here. <laughs> I, hey, I get it. I'm. <laughs> and you might not like this take either, but I'm only giving Breach one map. We can give them two if you think, but I'm only giving them one. All right. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Three, one, three. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel bad for the Breach. Mm -hmm. And honestly, this can all change. Like, we don't know what's going to happen on land, Breach versus Absolutely. Base. They've never played on land together, so... 100%. We have no idea even if Breach are going to hit the elimination round, but if it is against Surge, they're out, for sure. Time will... I would love to see Surge versus FaZe, to be honest. Oh. But if FaZe went down to the elimination round. But time will tell. Yeah. I mean, we, we might over here. Let's give it a looker. Oh, gosh. So, okay, Ultra Rocker. I, I'm sorry, bud. Your rocker ain't making it. I know. <laughs> I mean, we played them, we played them well. Um, I think we did get 3-0'd, but it was super close. But I agree with you. I mean, we against a team like Ultra, we just have to win maps 2, 3, and 5. Yeah. Uh, Ultra is looking super good at S&D right now, though. Yeah, Ultra um, on land is a different breed too. Like I don't. I agree. I don't see you, you winning out here. I mean, listen. Even if Ultra does beat us in this land, we still, you know, we took major five away from him last year, and I'll take that to the bank. But <laughs> I unfortunately I have to agree with you that Ultra's going to win it. I will still be cheering for Rocker, and I, this elimination round two. Yeah. I will be so happy if I'm wrong on this. But I'm gonna give it to Ultra, I mean, and I'll give I'll give Rocker one map. All right, we'll definitely have to watch party this game right here just uh, for you. I agree. 
I couldn't agree more. But yeah, I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give all, uh, Rocker one map. But you and that major five are like Chicago in the fucking 1985 Bears. Like you will not let whoa, it whoa, go. Whoa, 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 whoa! You won't it let was, it go. Well, it is the greatest comeback in COD history, <laughs> and it was last well, in, year in so COD like, history. Really? No other team has ever come back from a 4-0 deficit to win five straight. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. But ha ha! <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. I digress. I digress. Okay. But that was last year on a different game. They did beat us in champs, though, which stung. Exactly. And now we're on a different game. <laughs> yeah. Ultra no, skyrocketed. And 100%. Yeah. And Rockers, Rocker needs to fix their response. There's no question about it. So Yeah. We'll see it. All right. Where are we? Uh, So, Thieves versus Surge? I think... I think Ooh. we're. that's where we're at. Oh. This is so tough. Oh. I think thieves take it. I agree. I think thieves take it. I agree. I think that. I think I think it's a it's a I close mean, one, but thieves take it. It's a yeah. Two. Th- thieves two. are just very yeah. No, I. It depends on the lineup and the maps. I think the maps matter so much, and it really just depends on. I mean, the thieves have gotten screwed with some squad spawns and things like that. Like yeah. If Envoy can go on enough routes to stop Pred, then it's easy thieves. So Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We will see. Um, ooh, I didn't see this one coming. I didn't know how the way we were doing this, this would work out this way. But FaZe versus Ultra in an elimination round? This is an easy win for FaZe in my eye. You think so? Yeah. An easy win against Ultra. I feel like they're, they're like toe-to-toe together. I think they're like Thieves I... and Surge. Ooh, I don't know about that. Really? You think I mean, FaZe is going to beat Ultra? I mean, yeah, I guess... Absolutely. Ultra has been going... They've been losing. But it's losing Ultra just online instead of on land. I agree with you, but... And I know, yes, it's a different game and everything, but FaZe had Ultra's number all of last year. And if you're going to tell me that that's not in the back of the Ultra guys' minds, I would respectfully disagree. So I think that FaZe takes this, and it's mm-hmm. not even questionable in my head. I, I disagree on some level, okay. but okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I think it's 3-2. Three, three, I think it's close. I think these sure. games are going to sure. get close. Yep, I agree. Oh, I think we're going to have a lot of close games, which is why I love the CDL this year. Yeah. All right, Thieves versus FaZe. I think FaZe beat Thieves. I agree. Yeah. I think it's Sadly, good. I agree. I think it's a 3-0. I love Thieves, Ooh. but I think it's a 3-0. I I would have given Thieves one, but sure, we can we can we can call it a 3-0. I think it's a 3-0. I mean, the prince right. the prince is there. Draws is there, Octane's there, Kenny, Mr. Quavo, but I I, mean... I don't see them beating Simp, Celium, RCD. Like I don't I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Especially FaZe is in really good form right now. Yeah. Um I, no I disagree it'll be a three oh, but I do think FaZe will win, so we can we can go with it. Yeah. Alright. So Optic versus Royal Ravens. Mmm. It's kinda tough. I mean it is tough, but and I was gonna say Royal Ravens in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But then I you brought up a good point about it being you know, it's in Optics' home stadium. They have a lot of momentum right now. Mm-hmm. 
I think Royal Ravens put up a map, but I think it's I think it's optic take this one. Okay. All right. I mean, to be honest, like I don't know Optic started slow, yes, but I don't know that we've seen Optic in this form in the past like the the past weekend especially. I don't know if we've seen Optic in this form in at least a year. Yeah, I don't like especially because they have a full roster of people who know what it's like to win, even their coach. 100%. They they know what it's like to win. They know what it takes. And I think they have it in the bag here. I don't think they choke. No, I don't think they do either. I yeah. I truly believe Especially that. Especially in their home major, I don't think it's going to happen. There's also, listen, there's also, I've talked about it, the CDL needs Optic to be winners right now. So there's that part of me that's just like praying that this is the one for them to win at their home stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CDL needs it. Yeah. And I think uh, Phase 3 is Royal Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah. I think it's a Swift 3-0. Um, but this... I still, once again, I still think that they could put up a map kind of like the Thieves. I don't know yeah. if Phase is 3 0 anybody this weekend, but I... I will give it the three zero. Do you want to put three one? I think I think Ravens could steal an S and D. Okay, all right. I think Gizmo could get crazy in a little Berlin S and D. I think so too. It looks great. This is where my heart and my head oh. do not agree whatsoever. Because my head says phase, my heart says optic. I don't know who to choose. I we haven't seen them play against like I haven't seen them play against each other because the league this year just started. Let me just bring this up again. <laughs> the best of nine series, in my opinion, ridiculous. You think so? I very much think two series of five is much better. Like how they do it in Halo? Well, Halo does two series of seven, which is way too much. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. But in in older CODs, it was two series of five. Yeah, this is a brand new thing. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm not, like, I have no opinion about this. I think it's whatever, honestly. I just it, think it, I think a nine-game series is just getting a little too long for the viewers and the players. I think mm-hmm. it's better to split it up. And because it's... It's one series. I mean, we saw last year, and I'm going to bring it up again, but the Minnesota versus the Ultra. Like, we saw Ultra come out hot, and so they won four in a row. And it's, I think you can ask any pro player, it does not matter if you're the better team. If a team comes out and is feeling hotter than you, and then you get put into the cycle, you can lose a series like that. Yeah. And so I just... I'd argue, like... All the other series, then. Like it's but, just... well, that's but that's what I'm saying is I think there needs to be two series because if Phase does come out hot and beat Optic, the winner should it like they just went through the winners bracket. I think they deserve to you know take a second and regroup before the next series because if you get in the cycle in the first three games, a best of nine can be chalked real easy. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I and I also just think it's too long for the viewership and the players. I think it's better if you chop it up. Yeah, but, but who do you think is going to win, Phase or Optic? I can, oh, I don't want to say first. I, you have to say. 
I'm in the same boat. I would much rather see Optic win this. Um, for viewership purposes, yes. For content purposes, I also, purposes, like, yes. I dislike FaZe, so... Oh, I fucking hate FaZe. I grew up an Optic fan. You have to hate FaZe. Yeah. I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, I think that we can give the win to Optic. I do actually feel confident in that. Okay. I, yeah. But I think it's it's a close. It's, it's very close. I think, I think it's 5-3 full... or 5-4. I think, okay, yeah, very close game. Super close game. They squeak out S&D, something like that. Boom. Done. I, like, I feel good about giving Optic the win. I really do, especially in their home stadium, how they played last weekend. Now Same. we just have to pray that they don't choke one. Because yeah, they've been known to do it. They've been known to do it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Definitely going to watch. Uh, Definitely going to have a watch party. Definitely yep. going to watch a lot of Optic. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully our bracket is completely right. And I'd mm -hmm. be super happy with that. We will circle back post-tournament and see how we did. <laughs> yes. So, all right, enough about Call of Duty. We know we love talking about Call of Duty. Wait, wait, you mean 50 minutes was was too much Call of Duty? <laughs> we um, have to move on? We're horrible. We got to <laughs> be easier on ourselves with Call of Duty, but we could go on and on and on. We could, we could. Ugh, but so now, and also, I feel like most news is about COD, honestly. Yeah. It, it's been a slow week, and most news, especially this week, was about Call of Duty. But going mm -hmm. on to Valorant. Yes. Uh, Mixwell, speaking of Optic, one of the OGs on the Optic CSGO team is now returning to G2 on their Valorant roster after they lost to Fnatic. I did not know that Mixwell was on the Optic CSGO team. Yeah. Him I guess and Tarek. Uh, I did know Tarek. Yeah. I, I was doing a little bit of research on this, and I do... I'm not I'm I'm a little confused. I get it that there's uh you explained to me that there was a big rivalry between G2 and Fnatic. Oh um, yeah, G2's owner just goes off. I forget his name. He goes fucking off on Twitter about like every team that he loses to yeah. or wins to. Like he just he talks shit constantly, but this was a rile on a rivalry on on Twitter with Fnatic. I'm just slightly confused because they they bring somebody new in. Mixwell gets, if I'm not mistaken, they brought a new player in to um, be the duelist. I think so. so yeah. Mixwell, which I don't know what that means. Kind if of just could, a, the kill they, whore. Okay. Breaker so then, of the point. Yeah. Okay. So then Mixwell moved to flex. Yeah. Then. Mixwell gets benched for, I believe his name is Kellogg's. Yes, Kellogg's. Um, because they lost in the first EMEA Challengers qualifier, yeah. they didn't qualify, so they made this move. Then, with this new roster without Mixwell, they go on to qualify, and then they lose one game to Fnatic, two to one. It was a close game. And then they bring Mixwell back on the team. Does not make sense to me in any way, shape, or form. No, it doesn't. It's 
really just kind of a psychotic take of just I need to beat Fnatic. We didn't beat Fnatic. Fuck you, Mixwell. You're back on kind of thing. Like it's just we need to switch it up because we did not win. Interesting. Yeah, and I think G two coming in with some fire. I mean, that's what Hundred Thieves did. That we could talk about next. Hundred Thieves did the exact same thing. Yes. Just well, so- Hundred oh. Thieves was a little bit more drastic. Oh yeah, for sure. G two was like G two was like level one. Hundred Thieves was level a hundred. Like they just yeah instant zero to a hundred so quick. So Hundred Thieves loses to the guard thirteen zero, which mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. You don't win one map, not that not one is, round. Talk about being in the mixer. Ugh, that is awful. I would like if I was Nature, I'd I'd I'd. In the heat of the moment and me wanting to win constantly, yeah, I would do the exact same thing, but I think this is the wrong move. Okay, let's hear it. Why so? So they dropped Baby J and Eccles. Mm-hmm. And I get it. They had no duelists on the squad. So it's kind of hard to get kills. And you get 13 old. 13 and old. But they just started. And in Valorant, it takes a minute to develop a good team. To develop a good roster. And nothing is set in stone. Like teams don't stay good for this long. Teams don't stay bad for this long. Like I think it was just too quick. Like I feel like they got 13-0. That guard won the 13th game. And immediately uh, Nate Shot was calling up the the uh, new people. What did they... Uh, mm-hmm. Who did he take? Uh, so- that's a good question. I forget who he took, but it doesn't really matter. He drops Baby J and Eccles, and it's just fucking insane. I I do see what you're saying about it being quick, um, and it does take time, obviously, for a team to mesh because they lost their leader from last year in Nitro, correct? Yeah. Gosh, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, Valorant. Let's get it. All right. Here we go. Uh, so, I mean, they did lose their leader from last year, so it yeah. is going to take them a little bit to regroup a team. But as far as sports go, and I'm just going to speak on it from a traditional sports aspect, like even with a rookie QB, you know, it takes time for that for him to develop. But if he comes in and loses a game 67-0, to zero, which I feel like is the football equivalent to being 13-0'd in Valorant, yeah. the dude's sitting on the bench the next week. There's right. no doubt in my mind. Like that it's not just that like the team isn't meshing. Y'all couldn't win a round. I feel like you could get lucky and win a round. Yeah. That it, is a massacre. It was bad. And it doesn't help that uh so what happened next is Hundred Thieves and had a game tonight, actually. Okay. They were playing tonight because they Changed their roster. They tried to do another boot camp, which means everyone has to go to uh, Texas, which mm-hmm. means everyone is flying in. Hiko's flight gets canceled or something or, or pushed back. He can't make the first round of that game. So their coach, mm-hmm. their coach had to play the first round. They won 0. <laughs> which, what? They won 0 with the coach and two new players. I don't know how the fuck that happens. But I don't know. What? Hiko comes back, they win. I don't fucking get it. It's impressive to say the least. I mean, that's 
to be locked in like that. He yeah. go pissed that he missed his flight or that his flight got canceled or whatever. He's like and rushing he, to his desk trying to play. He comes in, no warm up, says I'm ready, and they then win another one. That's unreal. Also, yeah. who's their coach? Do you know? Uh, Jivo, something like that. I forget. Like GG's to him. I know. What the fuck? What? This is like in BO4 when we saw LG's coach step in on the sticks. Like, this is impressive. Yeah, they won 13-4. I mean, against a team that 13, I have... 13-4? It's against a team I don't know at all. So I wouldn't okay. know. Jovi. Jovi. Okay. That's their... So okay. it was so... Jovi, Asuna, and Ethan, who've been on the roster since it became one. Yep. Bang and Stanny. So Bang and mm. Stanny are, are replacing Baby J and Eccles. Okay. And they, they put up numbers. I will yeah. say they did good. Uh, Bang did 13, 13 7, and Stanley did 15 and 6. So they were both uh, positive, Damn. which is good. Yeah. Insane. I mean, yes, it's a team we've never heard of before and probably not as high a caliber as 100 Thieves, but that's still a huge boost for the Thieves. You got two new players playing and you won one without, mm-hmm. you know, one of your staple players. I It's, it's still got to feel really good for the Thieves and it's super impressive because that's the type of game after everything that just happened, that's the type of game that you would come in and choke and lose. So, uh, good on them. Yeah. All right, well, in other news, in more oh, gosh. Valorant being sexist news again, I, I'm so sick of this at this point. Valorant has the most women in an eSport that I've seen. This could be totally mm-hmm. wrong, and I'm just talking out of my ass here, but I feel like there are more women in Valorant in the in the pro scene especially than in any other video game well i don't know another game that has game changers correct yeah is that what it's called yeah i don't know another game that has a designated like women's league yeah because there's so many women who want to play valorant and it's just hearing this so jason r this is coming from jake lucky Jason R. is being accused of muting girls in Valorant, avoiding games with women, and even dodging games where girls are in. Like, he knows that a girl's in. And it's not the first time it's been brought up. Girls have been tweeting at Jason constantly about this. Like, really good girl teams, too. Like, Cloud9 is the best women's team in Valorant so far, and they're getting this treatment. And... It's turning into a weird thing where he dodges on stream. Like, he's not even, like, trying to hide it at this point. Yeah. People are calling him out. And his, his like, saying is that he can't talk to women because it'll ruin his relationship. Which, if it's going to ruin your relationship, what kind of relationship are you in where you can't play Valorant because there's a girl there? It's... It's just like, to me, this is ridiculous. Um, It should not be allowed. If I'm Valorant, I'm banning his account. Yes, he'll just make a new one, but at least Valorant shows that they're making a stand. I do believe he was suspended off Twitch. I don't think this dude should be able to stream, in all honesty. And that might sound extreme, but like, this is exactly what needs to stop happening. And... You know, there's a lot of, I don't want to say, I mean, there's a lot of slander about Mm -hmm. women on Twitch um, from even women themselves because it's a very interesting platform and 
that's a whole other thing. But yeah, to be blatantly doing this in game on stream and then when you're accused of it, like I watched a couple of the videos of him trying to explain what's happening. It, it's abysmal. The dude sounds like a sack of shit and he should not be allowed to stream. I mean, it's just, no. it's that simple. Yeah, no, dude I sh- agree. Dude's ass should be banned off Valorant, should be banned off of everything. Yeah, I, it's insane. And like the people like trying to defend him, saying that like, he's not being sexist he's not talking to them and saying mean things he's not the fact that you are disregarding an entire gender purposefully you're going out of your way to disregard an entire gender yeah is ridiculous if this was on a race scale instead of a gender scale we'd be having a different conversation like the fact that people are defending him is ridiculous it's it's a joke and it just it doesn't yeah i mean the fact that this is this is a discussion that needs to be had but i don't think that his opinion needs to be shared his voice i i really don't care what he has to say to defend himself it's it's undefendable in my eyes what i what hurts me more is the comments like the people who are constantly defending him and think that nothing is wrong those are Jason R is just one person, but those people in the comments are hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people who think like that, who think this is okay, and it's not okay, and it's really hard Mm -hmm. to be a woman in esports, to be a woman in gaming, to do anything, because you're just written off completely, because you pee differently than somebody else. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. Yeah, I I am... I will be interested to see, uh, like we said, that Valorant has a lot of you know female gamers mm-hmm. in it, and this is now what week three of five that we've talked about a sexism issue within this game. Um, so after talking about how great it was, the game changers was a thing in week one. I'm interested to see what what the women of valorant have to say about this who comes out and speaks and i I, you know i'm gonna trust them i'm sure that the women of valorant have an opinion on how things need to change within the game and just within the orgs in general and i'm just i'm following their lead on this one i i i will stick stick close to twitter and see what they have to say about it yeah we'll just see how it goes i wonder there's, there's gonna be a lot of shit that pops up over the weekend and we'll talk about it next week for sure 100 percent. yeah so let's move on off of the sour subject back to talking about optic my favorite subject in the entire world formals on optic now um did did not see that coming at all even though he signed with optic had no idea he was gonna be on the halo team our take last week um i I put it in a tiktok and as i was making it i was like wow this take did not last once again because we said that we didn't think we were going to see a roster change in the top four to top six teams and optic drops pistola and picks up formal yeah which is like i feel bad for ola i mean i get it like his he just wasn't doing what he needed to do i guess and like they kept losing by such a little margin, there had to be some change for them to start winning. Yeah. And I get it. Like, 
th- nobody's gonna beat cloud nine without changes now that like seeing this change i'm definitely going off of that every every the, all the top five teams except for cloud nine needs mm-hmm. to change something whether that's yep. just your gameplay or a roster change to or a coach even like just yeah. to beat cloud something. nine because they're unbeatable right now and that can't happen otherwise people are going to get bored with halo yeah yeah i mean pistola yes in a lot of games was was bottom fragging and he wasn't slaying out uh he is i think the oldest player in the league right now he's an og in halo but at the same time in in that series against the united and in that series uh with cloud nine if you watched carefully ola was making plays that helped them win so yes it didn't show on the scoreboard but in their uh in their comeback against united he positioned himself in the correct position to get the uh what is it called the spark rifle um or no i can't think of it the shock rifle he positioned himself on the map in order to grapple the shock rifle for lucid then rotates to lucid gives him the shock rifle lucid gets two they win the match like that doesn't happen if pistola isn't positioned correctly so although he doesn't make the flashy plays he still understands halo and is a great player however after listening to trippy talk about this switch for formal like you said they something needs to change in order to beat cloud nine we saw them put up a really good fight against cloud nine and yet they still came up short and so obviously you can't just keep you know beating a dead horse something has to change and you have to try to make uh switch switch it up and Trippy even said, he's like, this is going to be a very different team comp for us. Matt plays very differently than Pistola does. And I know that all those Optic guys are a little crushed because they had good chemistry with Ola. I think it was the right move. And I'm happy that it was for formal. And I don't think this move would have happened if all of the guys said no. If Even no. if one guy said no. They understand that they had to try a different style of play and in order to do that, you had to find a different style of player. Yeah, Not, I mean, you know. Ola, Ola is definitely a position player who gets a, yep. gets good kills in the moment and, like, sets you up. But the way Cloud9 plays is so fucking fast. It doesn't yeah. matter where you are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're on the other side of the map in two seconds. Like, it doesn't really matter. So I think with the way Formal plays, where it's just he's kind of a kill whore, I think it works. We'll see. I, I think it I'm excited can. to see it. I'm excited to see it in this uh, week's uh, pro series. Absolutely. Which um, we should talk about who else qualified for this week's pro series, which is yeah, really interesting. It. So complexity with the new roster, Xset, mm-hmm. G1. Still don't know who the fuck G1 is. I gotta figure that out. <laughs> yeah, it's gamers first. Come on. Yeah, what gamers first. <laughs> the fuck is g2 then i don't uh gamer second i i don't know but i love that they said that they called the g1 it's just it it breaks my brain because g2 has been here for forever and i don't know who the fuck g1 is but i i will learn i will learn who g1 is esports arena Mm -hmm. which honestly i think we should count it as the second optic team because envy owns the esports arena just saying (laughs) okay so was esports arena the one of the teams that we talked about from the major that then got picked up or is that yeah. a different yes okay so they're back yeah they're back okay gotcha our favorite unsigned talent so good 
I'm so Somebody excited. Somebody signed this them. talent. Somebody signed this talent. What's going on? I know. I'm so excited. And then Snaked and Heated, which I have no idea who those people are. But I mean, this is what I love about Halo is you have a lot of the up and comers that teams, can break in. But then you have a lot of the up and comers. Like, who the hell is Snaked and Heated? Like, I, but good on them. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see new teams. This is something that I wish it wasn't so separate in Call of Duty, where it's like you have challengers that nobody really watches, and then you have the CDL who, if we watched uh, last week's viewership, nobody really watches. But yep. <laughs> we gotta we gotta fix that for one. Second, I think we just need new faces, new talent constantly. I think it's just a constant rotation of new people. I think there should be an open bracket that a challengers team i think there should be a a spot for a challengers team in every major and i think that yeah. it should be fought out in an open bracket or in a challengers competition 100 percent. yeah could not agree more yeah because you need these faces like sometimes like i don't understand like people are saying oh this rookie oh he came from challengers i'm like i don't know who the fuck these people like who the- i didn't know who pred was until the kickoff no idea yeah who i mean who would? He came he came out of the Australian uh the Australian Challengers League. Who yeah. I, like with all due respect to them because they have great talent. Who is really watching the Australian Challengers League in Call of Duty? Yeah. Not, Apparently not, I need not to be. an average fan like yeah. us. Like it's not happening. Yeah. But yeah, it's fucking weird. Well, yeah. I think should that's we, it. Uh, should we end it on a, a light note with our with our father of Halo Lucid. Oh my god, I completely forgot about this. Thank you for re-upping me on that. So, yeah, last take. Lucid got banned on Halo for some mm-hmm. reason. Three, I think 343 was done with his shit. He was talking so much shit on Twitter, which rightfully so. They were not making changes. Halo's not making the changes it needs to make. But he, Lucid got randomly banned on, on stream. Lucid is very <laughs> open about what needs to be fixed in Halo, and that's why we love him. And he, like, we need people like him in Halo. Mm-hmm. But then for him, he tweeted out, uh, hello? Because he was banned. And I, I mean, I just love the dude. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fucking insane. And <laughs> oh, I love it. But so we're going to keep streaming. We're not going to be uh, doing the podcast anymore. But if you are on stream right now, Keep watching, because we're about to play some rank play. Just us being goofballs, having some fun on COD, because we love Call of Duty. But that's it for this week in esports. If you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to follow on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Palmer's been fucking up the TikTok game, so you better go watch him. Yes, sir. Doing my best. Doing my best. (laughs) Keep up with the latest news with us. Special thanks to everyone who tuned into the live stream, and we'll see you next week on This Week in Esports.